just for two though you never knew you were welcome to a new edition of the neon jazz interview series with montreal-based jazz vocalist Mira Shaket. She opened up about her new 2023 CD in real time with some of Toronto's finest musicians. She is a premier Canadian jazz singer who spends a lot of her time traveling to make music. She performs all over Mexico and makes regular trips back to Canada as well as to Spain and Italy. We cover some good ground. Enjoy. Hi. Hi there. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. So before we get into your album in real time, I want to know... You know, getting through COVID for all of us, especially the musician community, was quite a thing. How did yeah. you survive that? How did you get through it? To be honest, uh, I went to Mexico. Uh, is what saved a lot of me. Um, so I'm originally from Montreal. I moved to Toronto just before the pandemic. And I had my um, residency, my month residency at one of the jazz um, venues in Toronto called The Rex. So there's like a few really big ones. And that turned out to be March of 2020. Uh, so two weeks in, I got my residency cut short. Um, my roommate at the time um, has cystic fibrosis, so it's a pretty bad lung disease. We had no idea what it would be. Um, we had no idea what it would be like for him, whether, you know, um, and how contagious and all that stuff. So I disappeared to Montreal first to kind of support my mom um, and to not be in the house with my roommate because I was pretty terrified. Um, we started going to Mexico, my roommate and I, years ago to this, um, little town on the Pacific. Uh, and we just started, I started going for a bit longer of a time because I could still sing. Um, I started gigging on beaches and in, uh, just like open space, um, venues which really helped. Um, also, the high season in this particular part of Mexico never really, um, never really ended. They didn't have lockdowns, so to speak. Um, obviously, there were, it was less busy because there weren't as many people traveling on planes. Um, but those who uh, were there, um, yeah, made it. It made it easier to survive the pandemic. Um, I did have to come back to Montreal. My mother had a, a psychosis so that, you know, COVID affects people in all kinds of ways and isolation and age and all that can really affect you. Um, so it was hard. My father passed away. Um, so to be honest, I don't know how I survived the, the pandemic. I think I think we're all just going to I know for me especially because I'm just releasing an album and the, the idea of the album, the whole thing came about during the pandemic. So making it, getting it done, um, seeing it to fruition kind of makes you put the rest of the stuff on the back burner, which is okay. Um, but I think a lot of us musicians are, are, there's like a moment of grief that we're going to have at some point, a collective, like, 
moment of mourning, um, you know, because it was really hard for a lot of us, uh, especially when you're a creative. If you can't do the thing that you know you're the best, like that's what you do best, it was it was incredibly difficult. But here we are. Yeah. Yeah, we survived. So talk to me a little bit about how it feels to have this come out, the chance of live music, the world's opening up. How does it feel? It feels amazing. It feels amazing. I mean, I'm not going to lie that big crowds are still kind of overwhelming. Uh, just me even as a spectator to go through them. You know, I'm from Montreal. We have the Jazz Fest. Uh, last year was the first year that they had it kind of back and it was a bit more back to normal, but people were still very um, trepidatious. But I think that with um, things going back to some kind of normal, you know, uh, you know, especially for singers, it was, there was a time there where if you were a singer or you played a wind instrument, that was also like, so I think, I think it's just amazing. I think, um, it really renews the sense of purpose that some of us kind of lost. Um, and with the new album, I'm hoping really that just the world gets to see it now. Um, Kansas is a great place to start. Uh, and yeah, I'm really, I'm really just so happy that we could travel again and that we can go and experience live music. I really think that it heals the world. For sure. So how did this jazz journey begin for you? How did you get into singing and jazz? What were some influences early on? Um, well, interestingly enough, like I had, I grew up in a neighborhood in Montreal that had a lot of artists and musicians. It was a, a very working neighborhood, but Portuguese, Jewish, then Portuguese, and then kind of turned into the artist hub. Um, cause it wasn't as expensive to live. So I grew up with a lot around a lot of musicians. Um, and I started watching musicals when I was younger and then started noticing that the songs that say Ella was singing or another singer was singing were those songs just sung by, um, by white actresses and with the jazz voice bringing it a complete different uh, timber and energy. And then I discovered, you know, like Billie Holiday and angst and all of that. Um, and then the depth of horn players that also take those songs and turn them into different, um, songs. I came into realizing that I like scatting, that I know, you know, I like imitating the, the horns and that turned into, being able to improvise and just kind of flowing with that. And then I kind of started playing with a big band, but just singing a song or two in their sets. And that was, you know, when I was like 18, 20. Um, and then eventually I just got introduced to better and better players. And I think that that is the key to uh, knowing jazz discovering it um, and developing it is meeting players that 
push you to another limit, another level each time, you know, and I'm still, I'm still learning every time I, I, I trade with musicians from different places in the world. It's different. Um, and it keeps me into jazz. Definitely. So what was the first live show you saw that really blew you away? Oof, the first live show I saw that really blew me away. Holy cow, I wouldn't even remember. I mean, I, I grew up uh, with the Jazz Fest. Um, so I remember seeing, like, Buena Vista Social Club. Uh, I remember, you know, I think... For, for someone who's Canadian and it was usually the visuals from American shows, you know, that I was kind of blown away by and just like, um, I never got to see Ella in person, but I'll tell you what, I did get to see Etta James in person and live. And that was, that was mind blowing. You know, that was just like the force of, of that, um, voice and that lived experience was really was really something to witness you know um yeah that was probably like one of the first that blew me away but I started watching live shows just very very young and getting inspired by yeah ladies like Amara Portuango you know and seeing just yeah owning owning that calling so what's what what do you like the best about being a professional musician? What is it that you look forward to the most in this process? Um it I don't know how to say this without sounding selfish, but like the the thing for me that's the best is when people come up to me at the end of the show and either say that I really hit a nerve, like a like a note there, and I either made them I don't want people to cry. It's not about making people cry but when someone comes up to me and just gives me like very well put together words about my performance um and even just seeing people in the crowd really loving it that's all that really matters and also i think it's sarah vaughn she had this this expression or she said something like, you know, when I'm singing misery could be sitting on my shoulder and I wouldn't even know it was there. Um, and so it's a bit too, two sided. Like one side is I really feel like it doesn't matter what's happening in my world, in the world, in anybody's world when I'm performing. And when we go into making music and performing it for people, it's, it's a, we're going into a share mode and hopefully like a upload download mode where um, it's really about sharing the experience. Like I don't, and through that, you know, it's nice to get known and it's nice to get famous quote unquote, but it's not, it's never about, if you're a real musician, in my opinion, it's never about the, the fame or the glory or any of that. It's about, doing something that you feel is good, good enough and important and having other people validate that it is good, good enough and still important. Otherwise, 
I wouldn't do it. You know, I wouldn't, it's a lot. It takes a lot to constantly kind of um, put yourself out there. Absolutely. Well, let's get to the essence of you. Everyone has a perception of you, family, friends, fans, but ultimately you live your life. What's your perception of you? Who do you think you are? That's a good question. Um, I think first of all, every, like you kind of hit it on the head, everyone who you think you are is not who everybody else thinks you are. Um, I think I'm a, uh, a person who cares and gives. I think that's what I put here for. Um, whether that's give you, um, something to eat because I love cooking. I love feeding people and I love feeding people's souls with good food and good music. And, um, I think I like to make people laugh. Um, I wouldn't consider myself funny. I wouldn't consider myself someone who like can go and like do that for a living. Um, but I like making people smile and laugh. If I've like, had a really like I went to see Lizzo with one of my friends last night and she laughed we laughed the whole car ride back you know and she just laughed and I came home feeling like like I had done my job she wasn't in too good of a place when we started out the night she was stressed out she wasn't too good by the end she was lighter and I think that that's who I am I think that I'm someone who Hopefully, again, not everyone sees me as I see me, but I hope to bring lightness and I just want me to make people feel um, seen and loved and cared for. Speaking of being seen and heard, where's the best place to pick up in real time, live shows, anything pertaining to your world? Where can someone go? Um, this week we have the launch, um, in Montreal, my hometown at Upstairs. It is a jazz bar and grill in downtown. Beautiful venue, uh, wonderful people. Uh, the next week I am in Toronto for the Toronto launch. Um, and that would, that is Tuesday, June 20th, uh, at 8 p.m. Um, it's going to be a different, Format. I think we're going to have a bit of a listening party first and then have some live uh, show, live portions of it. And then um, as for the rest, I have some unconfirmed uh, shows in Mexico, Mexico City. Um, and that will be those will be in later in July. So if you would like to look for those out, you can just look out for Mira Choquette on any of your social media things and i always post all my dates on my link tree as well excellent mira thank you for opening up thanks for your time today i really appreciate it thank you so much for having me joe it was really really a pleasure to talking to you thanks for listening and tuning into another neon jazz interview we give you a bit of insight into the finest players and minds in mexico montreal kansas city and spots all over the world giving fans all that jazz thanks to mira for her time music and story If you want to hear more Neon Jazz interviews, you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to us at YouTube. And for everything Neon Jazz, go to theneonjazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends.
Jazz. 